Hey, before we get started, I wanted to say thanks to a few supporters of the show. First, Owens Recovery Science, a single source for PTs looking for certification in personalized blood flow restriction rehabilitation training and the equipment you need to apply it properly in your clinical practice. Find them online at owensrecoveryscience.com. And Fusion Medical Staffing, leaders in travel physical therapy. Let your PT or PTA license take you where you want to go. With full job transparency, see what's available in your future. Online at FusionMedStaff.com. That is FusionMedStaff.com. Go there now. FusionMedStaff.com. We talk PT, drink beer, and record it. This is the PT Pinecast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to PT Pinecast. Great physical therapy conversations on tap. This, an update episode coming to you live on Friday with some representatives from the American Physical Therapy Association. Getting you good information when you need to know it on this Friday. So without further ado, let's bring in our first guest. Uh, we've got Senior Policy and Regulatory Affairs Specialist with the APTA. Let's bring in Kate. Kate, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me. Kate, 30,000 foot view. What do you get to do with the APTA so the audience kind of understands the world you live in? So in regulatory affairs, um, we really focus on the executive branch of government. Most people think about advocacy and they think about Congress, but there's a whole nother world going on in the executive branch, which includes health and human services, CMS that runs Medicare and Medicaid, and also things like Veterans Affairs, Department of Labor. But we kind of keep an eye on, on stuff going on in the regulatory world. All right. As people are watching this right now, they're seeing fight the cut. And I'm sure the people in the physical therapy profession have heard that phrase before. Um, what are we talking about right now? I know the words fee schedule cuts have come up recently on social media. What do you want to talk about in that area? Yeah, so right now the proposed fee schedule for 2022 is out, and um, it's kind of a continuation of what we saw last year uh, with the 9% cut that was proposed last year. It's sort of a continuation. You guys will remember that due to advocacy efforts of APTA and our members who really got engaged last year, we did reduce those cuts. But unfortunately, some of the fixes we put in place through Congress expire at the end of the year. So we are proposed to get an additional 3.5% cut in Medicare next year, um, which is unfortunate considering the pandemic, um, the opioids crisis is still going on, physical therapy does not need to be seeing a reduction in payment. Um, one little note on that I do wanna add is that this isn't physical therapy getting targeted, it's the entire conversion factor being reduced. So absolutely everyone that bills under the fee schedule is getting a cut which is kind of a silver lining because it means we've got a lot of allies. Now, now, correct me if I'm wrong, and I know you will, and that's what I appreciate about you. This proposed cut was higher, but was reduced earlier, correct? Indeed. So last year it was supposed to be 9%. And because you all just rocked CMS with comments and contacted your legislators, um, we were able to get Congress to intervene, and they did a couple things that reduced the cut down to 33 Unfortunately, one of the things they did was just infuse Medicare with a bunch of money, about $3 billion, but it was a one-year fix. So because that money is running out at the end of the year, we're seeing those cuts start to creep back up. But okay. we can take action to fight this. We're not going to take it laying down by any and, means. And we're going to talk about that in just a minute with one of your colleagues from the American Physical Therapy Association. But let's talk about some more specifics in terms of what's in that fee schedule cut. First up, uh, something for our physical therapist assistant colleagues. Indeed. So the physical therapy assistant differential, which is a 15% reduction on payment 
for services delivered in whole or in part by a PTA um, is slated to go into effect January 1st, 2022. Um, this comes from Congress. So CMS doesn't really have a choice in uh, whether or not they implement this, but we really think they're dragging their feet on taking some important steps to mitigate the impact of this rule. They've got a lot of power to tweak it and make it less damaging to PTAs and the patients that they treat. Okay, that's what's on the horizon uh, there. Let's talk about something else that it feels like we're participating in right now, which is telehealth. Something that came yeah. about, and I remember CSM in, in Denver not long ago, that really being one of those buzz topics. Uh, the last 18 months has really put telehealth at the forefront. How is telehealth involved here? So telehealth is an interesting thing because in order to get Medicare to pay for it, you have to have two things. Um, you have to have the provider be an authorized provider, which comes from statute, which means only Congress can change it. But you also have to have your CPT codes included as um, tel authorized under telehealth. So um, CMS in the fee schedule cannot add us to the list of permanently authorized providers, but they can add our CPT codes. Right now, we're performing telehealth because of some emergency waivers under the public health emergency. And when those waivers expire, when the public health emergency is over, we lose the ability to bill for telehealth under Medicare. So we know we got to get Congress involved, but we're telling CMS to go ahead, take the first step, put the CPT codes on the list so that when, C when Congress intervenes, and we're going to make them intervene, we'll already have the codes on the list. It'll be a seamless transition. Your patients won't have any disruption in care. I like that. I like that will. I like that willingness thing in interaction. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, we'll bring you back uh, before we end the broadcast, but want to bring in one of your colleagues from the American Physical Therapy Association, uh, American Physical Therapy Association, Laura Keeble, grassroots and political affairs specialist at APTA. Listen, Kate was just here. She sort of had to be doom and gloom, right? So now the harp music starts playing in the background. You get to be uh, good news. Uh, things we're looking forward to. But it's not just going to happen. It's not passive. It needs to be active, Laura. What can people do in terms of making these things come to fruition? Let's start with um, comments. We love commenting on social media as we watch or listen to this. <laughs> uh, comments, where do we start there? So right now, uh, CMS has the comment period open for this rule. And uh, anybody can comment on this, which is great. So on our APTA Patient Action Center we have a link and a template letter that only takes two minutes to send it to CMS. It goes right there. All you have to do is just put in your name and address and uh, an email, and it goes right to CMS. All right. And, and Laura's going to get thousands of comments, so we got to get going. All right. Laura's going to send me that link as soon as this broadcast is over, and I'm going to put it in the comments. We're going to comment on how you can comment, very meta, uh, below. And I learned this from a colleague, another physical therapist. If you make a comment this route, it has to be read by a human. So sometimes yeah. we're like, I don't know, this is just going into the void. A human being has to, by law, read this. So it goes yeah. somewhere. It does. It does. They, yeah, by law have to read it. And that's what's great about it. You know, last year we had thousands and thousands of comments said CMS. And not only did an actual human have to read that, but Congress also takes note with that. It really uh, gets support. It kind of shakes the, the cage a little bit to really show that this is something that people care about and CMS cares about it and Congress, you know, they have their eye on it too. Okay. So, and we just, we just uh, alluded to this as well. Um, these comments and what we're going to talk about next, it does something. There was a proposed higher cut 
in the past that was then reduced. We like to think that these comments and what we're going to talk about now has an effect on that. So not just commenting, but directly contacting your elected representatives. They have no problem contacting you when it's time to vote. <laughs> or you say contact them directly is a great strategy for us. Yeah, so we do know that Congress will have to act on this. And um, we're trying to get a bill introduced in Congress. We have some other ways to get involved that's coming down the pike. But the first step is really getting those comments to CMS. And then once we have that motion and that momentum, then we'll start getting Congress involved. As uh, many of you know, right now is August recess. We're wrapping up the end of August recess where we were talking to members of Congress in the districts about this issue. So they're familiar with it and we've had that initial contact with them. But um, once we get rolling in this, this fall, it will be great to contact Congress and let them know how they can help out with this. Perfect. Um, anything else you'd want to add before we bring uh, Kate back in? Yeah, so this Wednesday, September 1st, we're hosting an APTA Fight the Cut virtual rally on APTA Live. We'll have some live check-ins throughout the day at 9 o'clock, 12.30, and 6 o'clock p.m. Eastern Time. You can check it out on APTA's website, but we're hoping to get 10,000 comments sent um, as a result of this. So we're really excited about it, and you can join us on social media. Get all of your friends to participate I've gotten my family to participate. My dad uses a flip phone and he even figured out how to send a comment. So he's, he's the one guy still using that flip phone. I like yeah. that. Don't, don't, re, don't relent. Stay with that, uh, that flip phone, Laura's dad. Um, this is a, just a great example. Uh, Laura, you bring up getting your friends, people who are not necessarily in the physical therapy profession. Ultimately, these decisions that we're talking about and the steps that you, the audience, can take to prevent them from happening and damaging our profession, ultimately, they affect people like your families, like your friends. Yeah. I, Lord knows my family uses PT. Like, it does affect them, too. It affects everybody that, um, you know, patients are affected by this. So we have to act. And with our Patient Action Center, patients do use that. And uh, with our template letter, you can also add in a personal story, you know, that that option is there to customize the template too. So they really want to know how this will impact it. And, you know, it's not some sort of robot or whatnot. It's government servants here trying to uh, hear what people have to say. So this is a great way to uh, to let your voices be heard. That's perfect. Uh, Laura, Kate, thanks so much for the update. Uh, we'll be sharing those links below in the comments as well as the, uh, the show notes of this episode if you're listening to us via podcast uh, on behalf of the uh, the show. Thanks for dropping by and thanks for doing what you do for the APTA. Yeah, thank you. Follow us online. Welcome to the internet, my friend. How can I help you? Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at PT Pinecast. All right, show today brought to you by the Brooks Institute of Higher Learning, an innovator in providing advanced post-professional education. Brooks IHL offering continuing education courses in numerous specialty areas, six PT residency programs, an OMPT fellowship, as well as challenging but rewarding internships. The IHL specializes in the translation of information from evidence to patient management. Learn what they can do for you to support your professional development at Brooks ihl.org our home on the internet ptpinecast.com created by build pt 
Build PT provides marketing services specifically for private practice PTs. From website development and hosting. Providing content marketing solutions for PT clinics across the country. See what Build PT can do for you today at buildpt.com. The PT Pinecast is a product of PT Pinecast LLC. It is hosted and produced by PT Pinecast CEO Jim McKay and CBO Sky Donovan from Marymount University. We talk PT, drink beer, and record it. This has been another pour from the PT Pinecast. The PT Pinecast is intended for educational purposes only. No clinical decision-making should be based solely on one source. While care is taken to ensure accuracy, factual errors can be present. More on the show at ptpinecast.com.